You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. How are you anyway, brah? Good, mate. Thursday. Thursday. Good to be here. Yeah, it is good. It's great. Traffic, it's like you set time to get in early and there's no traffic. You fucking try and get in here late, there's traffic. It's like, I don't know. Is that Murphy's Law? Is it Murphy's Law? Anything that can go wrong will go wrong? That wasn't a wrong thing. I mean, I, got, I left early and I got here fucking... Yeah, I know what you mean. But is, is like Murphy's Law like, oh, if I wash the car, it'll rain? Maybe. Or is that Alanis Morissette? Isn't it ironic? I feel like Murphy's Law is more like, oh, you're running late, so now every traffic light's red and there's a stopped car in front of you who's crashed and just blah, yeah. blah, blah. And just yeah, that's my understanding of yeah, Murphy. That's, that's, yeah, that's not if you leave early, traffic's good. Did Mur- Murphy the first to discover this? The law? Yeah, yeah. is he like Newton's law? Is it? Newton, well, Newton of gravitational discovery, right? Well, Newton of... Apple falling from tree and yes. bonking him on the, on the head. Yes. I think Murphy... Uh, Newton was like the first... Uh, he had the first law of... Gravity, isn't it? Gravity and relativity and shit like that. Well, now he, had gravity, he had gravity and then Einstein had relativity. relativity. But gravity but was I think, him sitting there, Apple hits him on the head, bang, light bulb. But I, my understanding was that... Einstein took Newton's laws and made them better. Maybe Murphy took those laws. Took, took Einstein's and Newton's and, and made them even better. Made them even greater. Everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Is that what the definition of Murphy's law is? Um, and who was Murphy? Yeah, who was Murphy? All right, so we're actually all kind of far off here because <laughs> according Shocking. to... Well, no, not just us. Everyone who's ever fucking used Murphy's law. <laughs> according to Dr. Carl here... Oh, um, Carl. He says, most people have heard of Murphy's Law, but most people, when they're referring to Murphy's Law, are actually referring to the rather pessimistic Finagle's Law, which is that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Finagle's? Finagle's. And so Murphy's Doesn't roll Law... roll off the tongue. Nah, shit. Murphy's Law came from the US Air Force in 1949, running a series of tests on like what sort of G-forces a human could withstand. And there was one dude, Captain Edward A. Murphy Jr., who designed a harness uh, which basically held the most G-force. And so Murphy's Law is... uh, The original true Murphy's Law is if there are two or more ways to do something and one of those results in a catastrophe, then someone will do it that way, which is kind of similar. Okay, so it's not... It's just saying, like, yeah, if I, I could go left or right to get to point A, I take the fucking left and I fucking die. And you'll die. Mm. That's Murphy's Law. Yeah. Very odd that... We're just cool with getting it so wrong. And well, no we've hijacked Murphy's Law and yeah. we've made it our own. You know who'd be pissed off? Finagle. Oh, well, for, no, you're right. Finagle would be Murphy's. Finagle like, would be furious, mate. I'm getting remembered no matter who's doing it. Finagle. See, now, I thought Finagle was... I feel like this is a word that fucking Brace would always say where it's like trying to finagle something like rustle up or like... Yeah, finagle means to obtain by dishonest or devious means. Yeah, right. He would always say that around... Of course he would. I know, it's such a fucking... It's such a Bracey word. I know. Finagle a couple of darts. Um, Okay, cool. Well, do we have anywhere to take that, Eddie? (laughs) Well, the only place I'm prepared to take it is that... Is the high court? Is it, to get well, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's the high Finagle, court. Mate. I'm going to take it all the way to the top because Finagle's getting a shit run here, yeah, and he Murphy's basically got a free ride for doing fuck all. Yes, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying the same thing. Now we are about to watch a video where Shane Keith Warne 
tease off on Australia, basically saying we suck and no one, no one fucking is scared of us. Hasn't Mark War made a fucking sharp turn into sort of Ben Iken territory, at least in this video? Well, so we're looking at a still punters and dribblers, sort yeah. of like the, the still to the start of the video. And we did a little bit of work with Mark War. We did. Was that last year? For KO. For KO? Yeah, we were basically cut out from the entire video, but we asked the questions. We were. We were in the video, maybe if you... If you f- if you froze freeze, the yeah. frame, frames every now and then, or watch you might. it in really slow mo, you'd see like my leg or something. Yeah, yeah, you'd see Tom's leg maybe. But even in that time period, twelve months, let's just say, about maybe less, about ish. Yeah, Mark's gone full Ben Iken. Yeah, he's he's taken a turn for the eye. Maybe it's because Fox, he wasn't wearing the glasses last time. No, he wasn't wearing. Them. And he wasn't. He didn't have his hair flattened like that. No, he didn't have his hair flat. He seemed like he wanted to get the fuck out of there, though, when we were asking him questions. Yeah, he did. He yeah, was he like, didn't. who the fuck are you guys? Yeah, who the fuck are you two? Which is completely fair. Like, no, I get that. A, that's not a criticism of him. He was just very much like, yeah. I get the vibe that, that Mark does not suffer fools. So if he's in a situation, he's like, okay, I'll be here for as long as I need to be, but as soon as I suspect just, like, bullshit, yep. I'm out. Well, he was probably like, oh, we'll come in, we're going to do some interviews. And then he's probably thinking, you know, I'm going to be interviewed by... Fucking someone well known. Yeah. Michael so, Parkinson. Michael if he, Parkinson. If he's still alive. He might not be, but if he is, that's He'd who he's thinking. That, yeah, yeah, that's right. And then instead, you and I sit down, two dead shits. Yeah. Um, and while they were setting the room up, we had to sort of like shoot the shit for a while. I think we got him we going got a little him. bit no, no, we got when we him. started talking ponies. I think that His you and a I horse can, trainer, you know. You and I together can mm. crack any man or yeah. woman. Any code. Any code's crackable. Any code is crackable. But individually, I think we're going up against Mark individually. Oh, different story. Different story. No, we need each other. Yeah. Mark would be on his phone within two seconds if it was one of us just in. 100%. And then what do you do? you got to go on your phone. Then I go on my phone. I'm not going to just sit there and look around. And then the conversation is dead and it gets deader. What did people used to do pre-phones? Imagine, remember- imagine you're in a room, right? And maybe, let's just say, Mark, who doesn't suffer full... Fools has he's got his own paper in the back pocket. He whips it out, starts reading. What am I supposed to do if I don't you have a paper? You sit there silently or you go, fucking, give me some. Give me some of your paper. Can <laughs> Wait, can I have the inside? Can yeah. I have the fucking Here are the classifieds, mate. Yeah. I remember I I remember when a photo was released. Like again, this is, you know, smartphone sort of coming into vogue. And it was a photo of a train station platform. And every single person was standing on the platform just head down on their phone, which now is commonplace. It's fucking everywhere, not just a train platform. But I remember seeing that being like, holy shit, dude. Look how distracted everyone is. Like no one is looking up or around or interacting or anything. I remember it really sort of just like sticking with me just because of the way it came across. And now I'm reminded of, I remind myself of that photo all the time. It does nothing because I'm completely addicted to my phone, but like... That's now all anyone does. It's like, that was a shocking photo. Now, that's all anyone's doing. I don't know what the fuck we did before phones when you're sitting in a situation. Well, there is another photo that I've seen that's sort of like the counter to the photo you're talking about where it's on a train and everybody has their head down reading the paper. Like, 
I don't think that, that we were all that fucking chummy. People make out like we were super fucking friendly and everyone got on. Maybe in the country, yeah. yeah. And maybe that still rings true a little bit. But not in the city, mate. People don't fucking want to chinwag yeah. with randoms they met all day long. No. No one's got time to fucking... No one gives a shit. Yeah. And that photo, looking at all these people just reading the paper, I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. It's just, this is the new paper. It's but the it new is, paper. It's, well, it's certainly Except it's not really no, because not. people are just looking at photos of tits and shit. You yes, know what I mean? lost the connection. Shout out to tits. Um, big shout out. Big shout out to tits. Internet, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Um... But I do think that the art of just striking up a conversation with someone has not obviously completely left us because people still do it. But like, you know, I feel like that's a that's it's going, it's lost. Like I know people that can do it. Steph is amazing at it. She's talked to fucking anyone. Sebo's Ella's old, pretty good at it as well, yeah. actually. I remember Sebo's old man, like, mm. just a, he would always talk about how he would fucking, you know, just he would just tell us stories of his life. He's had a pretty crazy life. And just, he was always very good at chatting to anyone. I guess as well, he was a hairdresser, so you just got to fucking yarn to people. Mm. Like, but I, I appreciate the skill, but I also, like, don't care for it. I'm like, I don't want to have to fucking talk to what's him. your What's your uh, barber chat? Like, do you sit down and just go cut my hair and you don't really, like, lean into conversation? Or do you like to get the fucking nah, vocal cords dude. warmed up? You know what? Like, if they talk to me, I'm more than happy to because it's like, what the fuck else am I going to do here? But I don't have much to, like, instigate. I do sometimes. Like, I get interested in, like, the, the minutiae of the barber world where I'm like... Are these like some whiz-bang, top-of-the-line clippers that I wouldn't have ever heard of because all I think of is Manscaped for my pubes or fucking, you know, just some other... So I like getting in on those things. Like, how do you... Do you have to sharpen scissors or, like, what's in this... You know, I ask dumb shit like that. But, but you've got a little bit of history in the, in the in haircutting the game. game. So, so I can see how you get in there and you're, yes. you're attracted to the sharpness of the clippers. But I am, I'm... That's more the shit I think I'm attracted to anyway is the, like, mundane specificity of, like, an, of a job and being, like... Not all jobs. That's, like... I mean, some jobs just don't bother even fucking asking about because they're boring, but, like... Yeah. Just these little things where it's like I could see someone like getting excited over some new clippers where it's yes. like this is so far removed from anything I'm going to give a fuck about. Yes. But like when I've tried to shave my head, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, you shave your head at the barber. You don't do it yourself. It's a fucking nightmare. Unless you're already like, unless it's already this short, then yes. you're fucking good. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. When you're going from me down, like. Because you were, you were bushy. I was bushy, but it's a fucking nightmare. Mm. And you end up pushing too hard and one bit shorter than the other and it's just like it's a joke and you don't have the right equipment this guy when he ran the clippers through my hair it was fucking smooth room temperature butter just like and i was like barber grade barber grade clippers and they were red they look like a fucking they look like some saudi oil barons like you know you see like they've got like golden guns and shit yes that's what it looked like but in the clipper game but in the clipper game I'm with you. And it just melted my fucking hair away. Well, you, mate, you, res oh, it's, you respect good equipment. Mm. It's as simple as that. And if you're in there and you're chopping heads all day, but I am interested now to know at the end of the day, do they have to sit down, they put the fucking clothes sign on, and then they, do they get to sharpening? I don't know. How do, how do you keep scissors sharp, Dave? Do you keep them sharp? Do they? Do they? Because you know, sometimes like maybe they get sharp by being used. Yes. Well, do you replace them? I mean, I'm assuming you fucking replace them. Of course, but like, how often? 
I'm saying, are you are you going to replace them instead of sharpening them? Did I? I definitely said this story on the podcast before. I must have. When that guy cut my hair and he had warts all over his hands? No. Right. It was one of the worst. When the fuck was that? Dude, it was tough. It was when I was working in... How would you... You wouldn't... Dude, it was... I'm it surprised was, you didn't get up and leave. Right, it was fucking horrible. I was... I was working in the city and I would go to Town Hall Station and there was just a fucking tiny hole in the wall hairdresser. Like, that's where I go. I just go fucking, you know, all right, just lob it off, do it, do something with it, and then I'm fucking done. I don't take it too seriously. Anyway, so I was going to this place all the time, cheap, quick, and then I'm sitting in there and this guy's fucking cutting my hair and I just, you just start to like notice some shit, but I'm not sort of really paying that much attention. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Then I'm looking in the mirror and then I'm seeing a reflection in his hands and they're right and they're like rubbing all along my fucking face. And like, and he had like, it looked like he must have fucking dunked his hand in boiling water. Like it was blisters everywhere. It was just like they were fucking seven or eight visible ones across his fingers on each hand. And he's rubbing them on my face and I, my heart sank. Half my hair was gone already. And I'm just so you couldn't turn back. I could, well, I could, but I was like, the, the "Did you have a hat with done. you?" No, nothing. I just had to fucking wear it, and then I just like couldn't touch my face for the rest of the fucking like. I just went home and had to like scrub the fuck out of my face. Yeah, what did you do? I just went home and scrubbed the fuck out of my face. Just soaked the bejesus out of it. Hot, hot water. Can you get warts on your face? I'm sure you can. I haven't had them, thank God. Yeah, you can get them on your nose and shit. Yeah, That's which so, is, yeah. but isn't that how they're transferred? I think it's if they break. Like, so if I, like, I think they have to, something from in them has to come out as well and, like, into open skin. Fucking oh. disgusting, though, dude. Like, if you have you, warts I on your don't hands... Th- you can't be in the barber game with warts all over your You hand. cannot be. No. You should be... You should be wearing gloves. Or they go, hey, man, you got warts, you can't come back until they're gone. Go get it sorted. You can get rid of warts. Like, yeah, you can. Not, you can burn them off and shit. Burn them off. Burn them off. Remember, Streety used to have fucking monsters. I used to bag him out because I was like, dude, you need to get those off your hands. You're an adult. He can burn them off. He would hate that. He'd hate that. He was 19, not an adult. (laughs) Slash was last year. But back to like the conversation around have we lost our ability to chat, it did remind me of... You and I haven't, but we have with randoms. We were... I was in the barber again and this 90-year-old man came in and he was just like... He just fucking held the room in the palm of his goddamn hand Mm. and he just fucking... He was funny. He was like... He was interesting. He had this like great timing with shit. Like he was just a fucking genius. And then I'm sitting there going, who the fuck was that? They're like, oh mate, this 90 year old guy, like he's just a weapon. He still walks. He drives himself around. Like he walks around with like a walking stick and shit. But is he a snapshot of what we used to be like? Or is that motherfucker just an operator? Is he a 90, 90 years of, you know, honing his craft, honing yes. his yarns? Has he honed his yarns over time? Yeah. And he lived in an era where we didn't have phones and people, I assume, had more conversations. And he's just honed this, his yarning yeah. down to like one of the finest of ours. Were we talking about this the other day? Where like, about just like telling jokes? Telling Were you and I? Yeah. Like on here? I'm not good at it. No, but remember like telling jokes used to be something that you did all the time. I remember like fucking someone, oh, you got any jokes? Like and someone would tell a good joke and like my auntie will always hit me up with messages now. Like she used to do it back in the day and I would, I would I'd fucking invariably I'd at least have one or like I would have heard something. She hits me up like, oh, you got any good, you got any good jokes? I'm like, no. I don't carry jokes in my back pocket. No, but I did when I was younger because people would like, I feel like that was a thing have that you, was done. Have you got any? None. You don't know any no jokes? None. 
Sam Parsonson has jokes. He was always that's he's the first person in my mind who I think of. He always had jokes. And maybe Your brother has jokes? He definitely would have, but I couldn't remember the last time he's told me, but he definitely would have ha- he definitely had them. Yes. My old man would have, I don't know if he still would, but that's his sister who was always like, she's fucking always asking for jokes. I'm like, I'm out. But it's a great point you raise. I can't remember the last time someone said, here's a joke. I've got a joke for you. I've got a joke for you. Have you heard this joke? Do you have any jokes? Where are the jokes gone? Jokes better not be going. I mean, I know the stand-up comedy is still alive and well. No, no, like, we're not talking about that. I'm talking, talking about, about, I'm talking about dead shits on the street. Yeah. Invariably, your mates yeah. who want to fucking tell a joke, deliver a, deliver a giggle. I don't reckon, Tom. I've been told a joke for two years, at least. And I reckon the last person to tell me one would have been Sam Parsonson at one of our lunches. Yeah, you're right. One hundred percent. Do you think that memes have just taken the place of jokes? That's memes are certainly jokes, and that's not a bad point, Dave. That's not a bad point. Memes. I are, don't like that though. No, I don't necessarily like it or dislike it. I mean, I think they can both coexist. I don't think you have to have... No, but I, but I wouldn't want one to sabotage the other. The other no. Is what I'm no. saying. Memes I think that probably a, is. Have you seen this? Memes are a pretty fucking classic... Uh, well, not classic. They're an interesting form of comedy that has developed that like you wouldn't have been able to predict. No. Very simple, very basic. Just these like visual, this, this, this happening. Like, you know... Just they're dumb. Yeah, they're shit. Fucking, everyone knows, but then replaced. But dude, memes make memes can get you. And like the and what's crazy is like a meme template, which is essentially joke premise, can be exactly the same. You just change the like. So you know, like the Spider Man's pointing at each other. Yeah, you just change it. Just change it. But you're like, it's exactly the same fucking thing. But I just it still will get you to some degree. But have you guys like recognized? I don't know if you remember it from when you were younger, but like the evolution of memes from the early days, like those fucking rage comics with those faces that were like, oh. Oh, like the really basic drawings yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah, were yeah. like first gen memes. Are they first gen like, memes? Those were, yeah, those were like first gen memes. And like, like the, 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 the guy's like got a mask on his yeah, face. Yeah, like the but troll like, face and like the, I don't know, all those ones. But they've sort of, so are they first gen, but then they've come back around again? Or is it just more like they're, what meme templates don't really die? They don't really die, but they evolve. They come yes. in and out of vogue, like the, though. The, do you know like, what the word meme means or where it came from? No. no. So it was actually first used by Richard Dawkins in like the 80s or 90s. Oh, I have heard that actually. I've Richard read Dawkins? It. Yeah, bruh. He wrote about it in one of his books or I've heard him speak about it. And I was like, oh, fuck, Richard Dawkins talking memes? Yeah, so the idea for a meme is essentially like, it's, it's like a gene, but it's something that's an imagined idea that can be shared between people. So like the way a gene kind of carries on through evolution and slightly evolves and changes within each generation. A meme is a single idea that is basically like built on top of itself and on top of itself again until it has more and more meaning and means different things from right. first place. Interesting. That's fucking crazy. Rip, mate, if you had told me who came up with that, Richard Dawkins <laughs> would not be on the list. <laughs> I don't think he would have expected that he would have been on the list. You know what I mean? In terms of what memes have become and like how far it's gone from what Richard's idea of memes is to now like just what memes are. That is wild stuff. But you're right. It is. There is a lot like, have you seen this funny video? Have you seen this funny meme? Like you show people as yeah. opposed to Telling carrying them. them around with you. Yes. Because that's what jokes are. You heard it off someone else yeah. and then you've reappropriated it. To, to, tell you, to tell your mates or whatever. It's funny as well though, just how quickly now it's like with memes, their ability to be so 
current. Like something happens in the UFC and then two seconds later, it's a meme. I, I mean, UFC, whatever. Someone Could fucking, be anything, mate. Someone falls over. Someone in like the fucking, you know, like uh, remember when like Mike Pence was doing his thing and that fly lands on his head and then like within two seconds, it's something. You know what I mean? Like it's just that immediacy of. Yeah, it's like you see something and then literally the next thing you see is a meme. Is the meme of that thing. Of like that you thing. haven't had a chance to even... Digest it. No. And the memes are out and about. And people are so quick. And there's a beauty. Like, there are some people, like uh, a good friend of ours, uh, call him the hitman, um, has an, a, a fantastic ability with memes. Like, his ability to, having watched him over the years, just build audiences from nothing in a couple of weeks just off the back of, like, memes from some dumb fucking meme page. Like, he's done it, like, multiple times where you're like... Whole, like you know what I mean? It's not a mistake. It's not like you've no, it's not a mistake. You've not had a couple of things that have just sort of hit and gone. It's like his ability to just fucking churn these things out is fucking impressive. Also, he like, he can hold court. And, and also, he can. He the conversation. He can hold he court. He hasn't lost the ability to talk. No. He? And he was the first. Remember at Bathurst at uni, he went solo. He up to us. We were yes. sitting down, and it was just like the, he just approached us, sat down, and we was like, well, because oh, he didn't know a fucking soul, so no. he had to. That's how he, yeah. he. That's how you get the job done. But I was impressed by it, but I was also like, I just wouldn't do it. I guess I probably would if I. Well, had you would to. have to. Yeah, Chuck's a mate. Of course, you'd if have you have to. to. You would do it, but of just like it was just a very, uh, you know, he just rolled straight in, sat down. Yeah, I remember we had breakfast with him once in Mollymook, and he he did not shut the fuck up for like two and a half hours. <laughs> It was great stuff, but like to the point where they like had to ask us to leave. They like put the bill out, we ignored it, like, and they're like had to be like, you yeah, need to like, go okay, now. Okay, you need to and go. I'm like, hang on, where have I been? Just listening to the fucking hitman for two yeah, and a half yeah. hours, just motivated. He can yarn. Oh, bro. He can yarn. Oh, and bro. good yarn, not like a, oh, this cunt just loves the sound of his voice, yarn. But at least at like gatherings and parties and shit, it's all yarn. You know? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like we can't. Like if you go out at night, that's all you do. But you, you can For maybe 24 hours sometimes, all you do is yarn. You can yarn with your mates. Yes. But it, the, it's the art of the yarn with someone you don't know. Yes, which is where the benefit of, you know, a couple a bit of, of beers. Lubrication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. If, you fucking, if you're on the source, you can yarn with literally anyone. Anyone. Yeah. Doesn't, I don't give a fuck who we are. And I get it. I'm probably become like obnoxiously interested in their life. Yes. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, dude, like stop asking. I become more present. The more pissed I get. <laughs> Until I hit a threshold and then and it goes then the other you, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you become shockingly annoying. <laughs> that's like everyone though. You know? I think mm. that's everyone. Where you know well, you know there But is some a, people are present sober, is what I'm saying. Yeah, not me. Well, that's not true. I am present sober, but just, you know. Not as present. Not as present as I would like to be. So that is Mark War. That's Mark Wall. That's Mark Wall. That's basically what we're saying. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's, it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. 
As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY... You get 50 bucks off the case. There if you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Punters and dribblers, it is November. In November... Warney likes to come out and assert himself on the cricketing landscape with bold predictions and sort of bold statements about where the nation's at, what he would change. And he just likes to have a couple of pot shots, which I think we're about to watch this video that Dave's going to put on. So this is Warney basically, as we were saying. Warney, look, it's his job. He's a media man, and they have to give opinions, and they got to talk some shit. So I got no beef with it. But Warney fucking goes after the same, same people yeah. over and over again. Correct. Let's go. England have been very, very poor for a long time when they come to Australia. But I just look at the Australian side, and there's a lot of gaps. I think our fast bowlers, Pat Cummins looks a short of a gallop. Now, we know he's going to come good because he's world class. But Stark's nowhere. Uh, Hazelwood's bowling well. But apart from that, we've got... Warner, you know, he's Pause not making cricket. the run very much. Who's he going to open it? with? There you go. He goes, our bowlers, he goes, Cummins no good, but he's world-class, so he'll be good. Stark's nowhere. Hazelwood's bowling well. So we're, our bowlers, we've got trouble in our bowlers. Cummins fine. Because he's world-class. He's world-class. Hazelwood bowling well. Stark nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking hates Says Stark. this every year. Take it back a little bit, Dave, because we missed a bit. Every year he says that. He fucking hates Stark. Hates so him. 
I, don't, I wonder what it is. Is it that the great man knows... Something we don't? Something we don't. It's Surely it's not personal. I don't... You, I mean, I, you wouldn't think so, but there's something about it like gets his... There's something that gets his, you know, panties in a twist about um, Stark. There just must be. What, just once you get it loaded, we'll just shut up and let the video play maybe. It's because I know you're having some net dramas. But like... From my memory, Mitchell Stark, not as bad as Warren thinks he is. Can I be honest with you, Tom? My memory shot. Well, yeah, same. Same. I can't sit here on this couch and say with confidence that I know one way or the other. Like, I know that Stark's definitely not our standout bowler. I know that at least last summer and the summers before that, Cummins... Hazelwood, line, Yes. And then Stark's like the fourth seamer, yes. third seamer, fourth option. So f- from that perspective, I get it. Like, but Stark, is he that bad? Is he, is is he, he bad he, enough to not be in the side? That's it, right? Is there anyone else where you're going, oh, well, he's better Pattinson's than Stark? retired. Pattinson's gone. Who else is standing in the wings? I don't know. Okay, hit it, Dave. Yeah. There's like those Andrew Ties and like those dudes. But yeah, they're not getting my dick hard. But apart from that, we've got... Warner, you know, he's not making a run very much. Who's he going to open with? Labashane, Smith, 3-4. Who's going to bat five? Green's still a young player, looks pretty good. Payne, he's a, you know, he's had a shock of the last couple of years as captain. Tactically, he's been very poor, lost two series, can't make a run. Um, so our side's not that great, oh, oh, to be five. honest. We're going to lose four zip, are we? No, no, but I'm saying our yeah. side's not as great as saying this almighty Australia. And here's the big thing. No one fears Australia anymore. You know, coming to Australia, everyone used to go, oh, we're going to have to beat our best to even compete. Now they just believe they can beat Australia, every side. So I look at England, I think their batting looks really weak. Um, but Ben Stokes, Joe Root, Johnny Bairstow. Josh Butler with a bit of form coming off the well, Butler has this sort of form. Suddenly they're looking pretty good and their bowlers, Anderson Broad, haven't done that well here in Australia. Um, but they'll bowl well enough. Um, it's who they're going to be with them. Mark Wood. What, what's, yeah, Wood with his pace. What's Spinner? Jack Leach with the old Kookaburra ball. So, look, you'd say Australia are favourites, but given their recent form in the last few years here in Australia, mm. we've been beaten by India's C team last year, um, and we were really poor tactically. So, yeah, I think it's going to be very, very close. <laughs> OK. Make it that way you will. England's batsmen are shit except for all of these batsmen. Joe Root is shit in Australia. Let's yeah. start there. Yeah. The bloke averages fucking 30, mid, like early 30s, I think. Joe Root hates Australia. He would have died on any convict ship coming over here. He's he not, wouldn't have made it. He's not cut out for the for the, the, the shores of this great No, what, what? You reckon he would have made it here on the on the long, arduous voyage, nine months he or whatever it is? He would have had scurvy. Days. Oh, uh, mate. Yeah. He would have, they would have left port. He would have got scurvy two days in. He would have died. They would have thrown him overboard. overboard. There'd be no Joe Root. No. I don't know if Ben Stokes should last fucking nine months on a boat. Well, Ben Stokes a Kiwi anyway, so... He would have know, to. He would have had to have lasted. That's a great point. But I, I see weakness. and It starts from the top. Joe Root, the skip. Yeah. Anyone, Johnny Bairstow, is he still, is he still doing it? Look, I know Joss Butler's been going well, but do you fucking have any, like, uh, faith in a guy called Joss? No, I don't. What the fuck name is that? How can you go out to bat... In front of a parochial fucking Gabba crowd, 
baying for blood. And be called Joss. And be called Joss and expect to get runs. Is Joss short for anything or is he just rolling out saying, I'm Joss? Did he roll out the womb as a Joss? So uh, the name itself is short for the Dutch Joseph. So J-O-Z-E-F. Right, so Joseph. Joseph. I'll check out his... Yes, Mate, if he, if they call him Joss and it's short for Joseph, that's okay. But I, if he's named, no, it's not okay. Well, I mean, it's better than being Chris and Joss. It's better by a bee's dick. If you're called Joseph and you're opting for Joss as your nickname, again, I'm not, I'm not comfortable and confident in your ability to make decisions so because that's a fucking horrible one. His full name, which might compete with fucking Thomas George William Birmingham for most British name. Of all Thomas time. William George, but yep. Uh, Joseph Charles Butler. Joseph, so he is Joseph. He is Joseph, yeah. Joseph Charles Butler. Okay, now we've got bigger questions. Is Joss, does he, was he like, I'd like to be known as Joss? Yeah, that's a... Call me Joss? Yeah. Or is that like, we're calling you Joss because you're a bit of a weirdo? No, no, no. That's a, that's a decision made by an individual or at least a family, like that his family would have called him Joss. You don't think like they called him Josh, but then he lost an H for like getting out for a duck or something? Well, is he Joshua or Joseph? No, He's Joseph. Joseph. Yeah, well, then you don't lose so an he, H. He didn't have one to start with. He didn't with. have an H to start with. He's probably been shopping for one, maybe. Unless he was Josep. Lost a PH at Giuseppe. the end. Giuseppe. Listen... Joss, not cool, doesn't give me... Look, it, it gives me faith that Australia's going to smoke him, and I'm concerned. I'd be going Joss, lowest run scorer for England in the Ashes. Yeah, I'd be getting the blower, making yep. that bet. Yep. I, think that's, I think that's inspired stuff. Anderson's old as fuck. Um, Has he ever really ripped and teared in Australia? No, I don't think so. I think Broad goes all right here. Yeah. But again, I mean, I don't know. Put it this way, punters and dribblers. They haven't won much here. At all. No. In the last four series, they've won three tests. And when you're talking about we've been done by India twice, which is fair, Shane, India's C team is still a fucking hot as shit side. Like, there were some randoms in there that they brought in for the Gabba test. No one's pretending like, you know. But the Indians rolling deep at the moment in terms of national talent. India rolls very deep. They're starting to tap into that, you know, 1.2 billion person population. Yeah. And so they roll deep. Yeah, we weren't at our best so last year. I don't think anyone's going to come up and admit that we were fucking... No. We weren't at our best. But the Ashes is a different beast. It's completely... Yeah, it is. ...different kettle of fish. Shane knows that. Shane knows that. You've got to get up and about. You've got to rip and tear. It's as simple as that. And I don't see... In the names that he just mentioned, much of a fucking threat there. I'll, I'll admit that Warner a little out of favour in terms of his ability to score runs for the nation, but he loves to bat in Australia. It's the only place he loves to bat, really. You know what I mean? And in the IPL. Um, there was but, like, I remember there was talk of like dropping Warner before the start of like one of the series in Australia, and then he just came out and made like 300. Was yeah. That, he would average, what, what would he average in Australia? 50. Be 50, 60? No, it'd be 50, wouldn't it? I don't know. It's, like, it's a good question. But like, again, if not if not the, the Dark Angel, then who? Like, who are you bringing That's in That's what Dark? I don't like about Warnie sometimes. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm fine for you to shit on people, but you need to give me options. Constructive Warnie's criticism. Because all he said is, Dave Warner at the top of the order. Who's partnering him? Well, that's that's for you to fucking tell me, mate. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a warning answer. I did read the article. He wants Usman potentially, who scored the most runs in Sheffield Shield, yeah, three Usman's, tons, uh, yeah. two tons, three starts. I like, don't see like 
Again, Usman was dropped when he was averaging 40 at test cricket, I think. Like, again, Usman maybe uh, suffers a bit from the, like, we expect greatness all the time. But, like, he's still clearly in the best batsman we've got, right? He seemed to rub JL up the wrong way. Oh, yeah, he did. But, uh, yeah, and JL didn't like that. Yeah, but it seems like JL's a bit of a fucking Magoo cunt himself. With the greatest respect to JL, the Zendokai master, he seems like he's a bit intense. And that's why everyone's sort a of A bit like, intense. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Usman... But Usman even came out on his... He's got like a YouTube show or some shit, Usman. But it was like... Does he? He was like, I don't... Like, I'm cool with JL. But, like, I stood up to him in a moment where I, like, backed what I thought was to be true. Obviously, it didn't work for me. I got <laughs> dropped. But, like, if you're scoring brave shield runs and you're not called Sean Marsh, I don't mind seeing you in the conversation. Well, I just think that where else can you look if not the Sheffield Shield in terms of... What's the point? Building yeah. a side. Yeah. What's the fucking point? It was, it's always been where we unearth great talent, the testing... The, the testing ground, the battleground, the proving ground. What is what is Uzi average in shield cricket? Not just for this year, but just in general. Because again, you know when we were like ripping and tearing, I think like the turn of the cinch. Mm. Like, if you didn't average 50 in shield cricket, you weren't even fucking a sniff. Like there were guys averaging 50 in shield who couldn't make the side. Mike Hussey. Exactly. I think Bevan. I think Bevan's like, I mean, he did. Did Bevan ever play test? I mean, wouldn't have played many. But uh, there was... Yeah, in first-class cricket, he's averaging 43. It's not bad. I'm That's pretty fucking that, good. Dude. There's blokes in the side that, are, that have got 30. They've got yeah. sub the three. Yeah. I think um, Trav Head as well averages in the 40s, does he? Can you check that? In, in What's Cam Baggy Green average? Because the way I'm looking at it, it's Warner and maybe like an Usman at the top. Yeah. Smith three or Labar three, Smith four. If tra uh, or Travis, either either. Travis first class is averaging 40.6. Yeah. Again, if Trav um, keeps scoring runs at five, I don't think you bring in little Matty Wade. I think you go... What's sorry. Matt Wade average at Shield? Uh, Baggy Green averaging 54.4. In Shield? First class, yep. Get him in the... Well, he's already in, but like, he's there. Sure, you can't average 55 and fucking... How many, ga how many games? Wouldn't be many. How many innings? He has played... But he also bowls. Uh, he's played 52 innings. That's pretty fucking good. That's very good, Eddie. Average is 55? See, Sean, you should be saying... Shane, you should be saying that. Baggy Green's averaging 55 first class. He's a great fucking option. And he bowls. And he, and he nips a couple around, Tom. He's fucking big. He's lanky. I like languid? a big lanky fucker. Is he languid? What's languid mean, languid. Dave? He's fucking ready to rip Cam Baggy Green. He's got a big score for the nation already. The Balkan Bulldog was rested for Victoria, I think, this week. The same he's not ready. He's it's not right. Like he's not right. The concussion, it, it leaks over. Yeah, it leaks I on. am of the opinion that we don't even talk about the Balkan Bulldog anymore in Pekovsky. For fear of him getting another concussion. Well, it's just like, you know what, dude? I don't care about you playing cricket because your fucking head's a little bit more important. And there's a part of me that's like... You probably shouldn't be playing anymore. Part of me's starting to think that. Ten concussions, still got lingering symptoms from one that was probably three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Three, maybe? Like, I, don't, I can't imagine what that's like, but, like, having concussion symptoms that are just lasting that Concussion long. symptoms three weeks later, 
seems fucking outrageous. Rugby league players get knocked out all the time, get concussions, they come back yeah, a, week a week or two later. later. Yeah, he, like, like, all the time. Do you remember, like, you know Pappenhausen's won this season. But he that, got knocked the fuck Yeah, but that, that was only his, like, second or third or whatever. This is Pukowski's fucking... Well, exactly, head, right? So. But it's like, one, like, the, the Pappenhausen one was... His severe. head almost came off. Yeah, that was severe, stiff arm to the face. He was flatlined. And it was like, okay, I can understand that this is gonna that why this takes so long. But if you just get like a knock on the head, obviously it's a cricket ball. You got a helmet on though. You like, got a helmet though. Three weeks. That's not a good sign. He's not very old either. Ten no. concussions at his age. Twenty three. Maybe twenty two, twenty three. The years slip by, they and do. and they get older and older. These bucks. They do. They get old as fuck. Uh, he's so twenty three. There you go. By the way, languid means uh, to be like it's the opposite of what you said. It's uh, <laughs> of a person, manner, or gesture having or showing a disinclination for physical exertion or effort. So someone who doesn't like to, you know, right? Do I wonder if you could use it in a sense of going, he doesn't look like he's trying, but he's still doing well. Now, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he that, looks like he isn't trying. That to also me. wasn't what I was trying to say. Yeah, I know. I know. It fit it. I'm trying to be correct. Yeah, I know, but you're not. I oh, know. I think we move on. Yep. What about this, punters and dribblers? Smith, four, head, five, baggy green, six, pain, seven. Do we like that? I think that's what we like. And then we see, and we, and we put Uzi up the top. Because little Marcus Harris, I don't know what he's doing in Shield at the moment, but little Marcus, I'm not sold on, uh, you know, in national colours. No. No, I'm not. And he I'm, got a shot at the end last year, did he? Either at the start or the end, but he hasn't performed really when he's had the shot. I would just be going, who's fucking standing up in shield? There you go. Can Give you him a crack. Me, what's Curtis Patterson averaging? Yep, I'll get that. Uh, Marcus Harris is averaging 40 in shield. Okay. So that's not bad. Okay, little Marcus, you've got my attention. But, but Usman has my attention Usman because of the two tons from three matches. Yeah. That's where we've got to look. Mm. Where else to look? Mm. Except for there. Yeah. And also, as we've said, I don't know if we said this the other day on About Even or where we said it, Tom, but I do not like the preparation coming into the Asashes. I don't like that we're over in Dubai playing a T20 tournament that does not translate one fucking iota over to the test arena that is played in Australia as a form of warm-up. When it's all said and done, these boys might get one warm-up match it's before the, the Ashes. It's the 4th of November today. Shout out to my sister, Bonnie, whose birthday it is today. She's also on a plane coming back from New York to this fine nation. Hope you're traveling well, doll. Happy birthday. It's the 4th of November, Eddie. The yes. first test is on the 8th of December. So basically a month away. And these fucking boys, our T20 side is jam-packed full of test cricketers. Mate, think about this. If we make the T20 final, I know it's an if, but the nation loves believe, to win. I believe in the nation. 15th of November, the final. In Dubai. In Dubai. Fly back. Get acclimatised. Get beat jet lag. Get the whites on. Play a couple of shield games. A couple? One, one. Max. Before the first test on the 8th. So I'm, I need to pad the stars that we already have in the side that are already over there playing T20 cricket with people informed that have been seeing off the red nut. Yeah, and that's that's got to be... That's Uzi and Trav and Baggy Green. That's exactly what I'm saying. T-Pain. How's T-Pain batting this season? I'm assuming it's not good, but... There's a lot more whisper going around about Cummins, yes. next skipper. Who Is said this... It? Would this be... Steve War said, Australia, we need to find out whether a bowler can captain the nation. 
Could you say that this is Tim Payne's last series? Last series? Yep. You could. If he plays like shit. If he play, if he goes well, if he gloves well. But the tactic stuff come in, comes into it. Yes. And that Shane's not the first person to say that either. No. T- well, I Payne's mean, been criticised for his captaincy before. Fucking oath he has. What about in the Ashes with the fucking review and then... Exactly right. Exactly and then, right. Uh, well, mate, one plus, well, then when Stokes... Uh, I mean, he's got everyone on the fucking fence when yeah. Stokes scored those winning runs. It was a bed shit over there in England. It was a bed shit last year in India when India came. Like, heaven forbid we lose this series. Back no. to Tasmania, not allowed to leave. No, Thank no, no. you very yeah, much. Yeah, locked up in Tasmania. Locked up? up. In like a tower. I guess we'd have to build some sort of tower and lock him up there like Rapunzel. Like Rapunzel, except you're not letting down your hair. You're just staying there. No, you can grow your hair out. No one's... But no, no one's, one's climbing up. No one's climbing up to let you out. That's just where you got to live. Uh, and JL will also be locked in a tower in Western Australia. Yes. They will both be flicked. Yeah. If we lose this Ashes series, you can say goodbye to both of them, in my opinion. Do you think that it's possible to maybe have like I don't know what uh Cummins is like tactically you just never really hear about it whereas Smudge you sort of know that he's got a bit of it in him now is he an amazing tactician I don't know yeah but Smudge has made his bed I know he has but I'm also like do we fucking look at him I would say this I would say this Cummins I think should be given an opportunity to be skipper or at least does he captain his shield side? There was a push for that. But he's, you know who else he plays with in the shield? Steve Smith. So New South Wales would be making a serious like statement going, well, we, I think Cummins is captain. Uh, well, he's the captain of our state. So he's, you know what, you're going to pick a fucking guy in the same team that we don't think's captain in smudge to captain the nation if we're picking fucking. Who is the captain of the state? Dave, you do, you're working hard today, buddy. You're working real hard. Right, mate, it's what I do. Um, Curtis Patterson as well, average. Because he came in, scored runs to the nation, then just disappeared off the face of the earth. His dad was funny. He was a pisshead. Like, I'm going to have 100 schooners. My son's got a, a century. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah. Where the fuck's that? Uh, Peter Neville's the captain. Peter Neville. Mm. Of former Test wicketkeeper fame. Where did that opener go whose old man used to put him through, like, scenarios? Where Renshaw. Renshaw. Off the Matty Renshaw. Of the fucking off the edge of a clear face of the earth i liked his temperament so did i he was slow as fuck but that's what you i don't what what what, you see lacquer off nut eddie mate i like slow openers what's he averaging matt renshaw is averaging first class he's averaging 37 oh maddie that's why that's why that's why we haven't heard from him is he still at the bulls think so i think so think so everyone was talking about him being like the next matt hayden Oh, mate, there was huge raps on him. The old man had fucking, like, played those Ashes scenarios in the Nets Yeah, his old man was actually interesting. I can't remember where I heard the interview, but his old man, like, would literally take him down to the Nets, like, on Christmas Day and shit, and he'd be like, all right, um, you can't get out all day. And so he'd sit there and he'd be trying to fucking get through the whole day and not get out. Or, like, here's a cone where there's a fielder and here's something there, like, crazy shit. Now, you'd say, well, that fucking paid off because he's a professional cricketer. But he's not playing test cricket, so maybe you need to get him back in the nets, Dad, at Christmas. Well, maybe that's what we've lost. Dad's at Christmas. Dad's at Christmas. Maybe, he's, maybe the old man's gone, okay, he's in the professional setup now. I wipe my hands of it. The Bulls can the look Bulls, after him. Nah. 
We need dads From back. where I'm sitting, doesn't look like that's working terribly Is well. There maybe Your some... boy's averaging 37. Do we just pick some kid's dad to coach the nation after JL if we fucking lose this? We go, we just need to get someone's dad. One of those lippy dads who's down fucking barking at six-year-olds. I was I was driving past the nets the other day. Dad was batting. Kid was bowling. Dad smoked this little fucker right back over his head, just like out of the park. Yeah. I was like, That's don't, bowl don't, don't bowl there. Don't bowl there, you fucking idiot. You're going to dish up pies, you're going to get punished. Yeah, you're going to get pumped. And it's better you learn it here with your old man who can fucking... Mum was watching as well, so the, the kid got fucking embarrassed in front of his family. Well, Bessie learns it there in the family envi- home environment. Rather than in front of, you know, 100,000 people at the G. Well, in front of... Day. Exactly right. Imagine getting carted at the G's in front of 100,000. Never live that down. Not to mention the TV viewership, Eddie. That's exactly right. Don't bowl there. Don't bowl pies. Pies will be punished. Pies will be punished. Don't bowl there. Um, I, look, I think there might be something in that. I mean, we've gone down the ex-player coaching, professional coach route before. Maybe it is going back to when the side was basically coached by the captain. Yes. And the leadership team. Yes. And maybe it is that the, uh, the this father is more of like a figurehead yeah. fucking man motivator. Yeah. And can like chirp you when you need to, pull you into line. Clip around the ears stuff. Yeah, and you just call him dad. Call him dad because he's the father of the side. Yeah. And he'll punish for your bowl pies. Well, who would you... I mean, is there a dad? Do we know any dads? Or is it just got to be a, like you almost don't know his name. He's just called dad. Yeah, well, like he's sort of like... Like Cher. Like Cher. Like Cher or Seal. Or Seal. He's just dad. He's dad, yeah. yeah. Maybe. And he sort of encapsulates the, the, the dads of the nation. Yeah, exactly. Going like fucking... Or at least well, we as a dad, what are you like... Yeah, but I'm a dad of girls. Not to say they can't play cricket. Of course they can. But I haven't had... They're very young. I haven't had to really coach anything yet. Although I have taught Evie some things. She Will you put the, the whistle on? Netball? I don't want to, Eddie. I'd prefer to watch. Don't want to put the whistle on? No, I think you've really. got whistle in you. I have coached before. I think you've got whistle in you. I have. I coached uh, the Scots College under 15 Cs, maybe, or 14 Cs. We weren't great. We didn't win much, but we did win some things. Shout out to any of the boys who are out there. I don't remember names specifically. I do remember some people, but didn't win much. So I'm not my coaching ability. So you're not a winner. I'm. A, I like to watch wins. I don't think I'm the right. I don't think I got the right temperament. Elsa's old man reminds me often of how he took uh, Ella and her team to like glory to glory. Oh really? They won like some touch competition. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim's not out of the question then. Tim's gone straight to the top of the pile in terms of us. Although we can't call him Tim, we've got to call him Dad. Uh, but Dad, Daddy Dumbrell's gone to the top of... Well, I certainly, he's certainly in the conversation. But that was a touch f- team, not cricket. So that's, <laughs> that's probably the only strike against his name at this point. <laughs> well, it's a strike, for it's sure. It's definitely a strike. It's not not a strike. No. Um, Where are we? I don't know. Nominate your dads, though. Nominate your dads. The, coach yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Put forward your dads. Yeah. And we'll select a dad to coach the nation. And if you've got footage of him fucking Getting tonking his three-year-old in the nets or... Yeah, you or, know. or at least you've got a story of how your dad completely didn't... Like, didn't allow you to get away with bowling pies. Yes. Or batting like shit. Then, Or look, being soft. Then we'll get on the blower to Let us Australia. know. Write them in. If they're funny, we'll read them out. If they're not funny, then we won't. And you'll know because we didn't read it. Um, but Ash's predictions, what are you thinking? 5-0. 5-0? Yep. Yep. I think it'll definitely be a nil in there. Yeah, there'll be a nil. 
Like if the MCG fucking roll out a road again, which they didn't last. No, they didn't. But they're not off the hook yet. No, they're not off the hook. You can't, you can't, you can't roll out fucking four or five roads in a row and then get it right once and expect me to forget about the fact that you almost lost the tests. Yeah, you almost lost having a test there because you produce such shit wickets. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they were the first. uh, I think they were the first in the nation to use drop-in pitches. So it's not like they've got some excuse where, oh, we didn't know how to use drop-ins. No, no, no. They've been doing it for a while. Listen, we don't forget. We don't forget. We forgive. And if you keep rolling out good pitches, we forgive. But we might have bad memories. I don't forget. No, I don't forget that. Pitches. I don't forget that. I don't forget shit pitches. Well, it ruins my fucking, it ruins my Boxing Day experience. Yes, it does. Which I cannot fucking wait for. <laughs> Martin Guptill apparently lost four kilos overnight uh, batting... He got 93, I think, yeah, against I Scotland. That. That Four kilos. It was only like 33 degrees. They were running heaps, bro. I okay. think they must have ran like heaps of threes and twos. And the, you would see like when he was in the late 80s and got to the 90s, every time he would run a two or a three, he just had to like score. He was just fucked. Was I, like 33 is still hot. Don't get me wrong, punters, dribblers. But I was like, Four What was the humidity though? Humidity will kill you. Because it will. Yeah. If he's, if he's flirting with 90s. And you know what? It'd 80s, be 90s. humid as fuck over there. That's what I'm saying. I assume it Humidity will kill. It, yeah. c- it can kill, it can man. Kill. Humidity can kill. Or has and will. It'll kill again. Yeah, yeah. No, it will kill again. It'll kill again. Make that no we do mistake. Know. Yeah. We know humidity will kill again. When? We're not sure. But it'll kill. Again. Again. Hopefully not, you know. Hopefully not soon, but we know it will. Hopefully not when there's a test match on the line. Martin might, might have also forgotten to drink water. Who knows? There's a lot of unknown. Yeah. There is a lot of chat, though, I will say this, around... Ooh, is Australia going to make it? I'm like, is this about selling papers? Obviously, England will pump South Africa. We win our next two matches, we're in the semis. The only one where, and Michael Pride of uh, about even fame, he has pointed out that we did lose 4-1 to Bangladesh uh, recently. I think we've lost our last five or six T20 uh, sort of like series. Yeah, exactly. And the West Indies, I, I mean, they've won a World Cup. So it's not like they can't play cricket, Eddie. So it's not like these next two games are guaranteed for us. No, but I think they are. I, I go in with a guarantee. We're going to go in bullish. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Although we don't like the spinning nut. So Bangladesh go in there and start, you know, moving it around a bit. Mm. We uh, may struggle. If you look at like our squad that we played against Bangladesh in that series versus our squad now, it's like completely different. Thank Might you, David. Well different team. Thank you, David. That's yeah, why like, you're uh, there, Dioring. Dan, Christian, Ben McDermott, Alex Carey, Moses, Ashton Turner, Nathan Ellis, Mitch Swepson. Okay, there you go. That makes you feel better. Did yeah. I watch the Bangladesh series? Of course I didn't. No. So I, that's why I didn't know that. We only watched the ICC T20 Men's Cricket World Cup brought to you by KO. Well, I usually would just watch the minis. Yeah, okay, minis, exactly. Um, Alex Carey is probably the next in line for the wicket-keeping. But he's old. How old? 30s. Averaging? He is 30, right? Is he 30? Yeah, 30. 30's all right. Th- 30's okay. 30's fine. How, uh, what's the average in... Uh, what do we want, 2020? No, 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 no. Fucking test cricket, uh, Jesus Christ. What's the average? Uh, well, like, first class. Played, yeah, first class, he's averaging 36. He's a wicket keeper. I'll that's allow. okay. What's his glovemanship like? So that's what Payne could always hang his hat on. Yes. Fine, fine glovemanship. Elite glovemanship. It's when that starts to go that you go, sorry, bro. Because Wade's glovemanship... Not good. Not good. Wade's more of a batter that could keep, as evidenced by the fact that he made his way into the test side as a batter. Yes. 
Whereas T-Pain, a keeper that can't really bat, but could at one point. Well, he can do a job. Yeah. He can swing he the willow. He actually averages, I think, the second most in tests as a wicketkeeper. There you go. Uh, like in Australian wicketkeeping history after Gilly. There you, well, there you go. Yeah. I think that's often... So he's more a gloveman that can swing the willow than his the, poor tactically. And, and can get some runs when you need. Yeah, tactically also not fantastic. I mean, do you just strip him of the captaincy? Well, it would depend where Alex Carey's at. Mm. Because Tim Payne's not young. Tim Payne, not young at all. Tim, he looks young. He looks like he's 25. Yeah, he does. But he's not a spring chicken. No, he's not. Spring chicken, chickens are born in spring, do we think? He's 36, Tim Payne. Yeah. I didn't think he was that old. Yeah. No, no, he's old He's old as fuck. He's, for his age, he might look... The youngest of anyone ever? Yeah. Like, he's... The disparity between looks and actual revolutions around the sun couldn't be further, further apart. From, yeah, yeah. He, he looks like he could just be starting out. He'd get asked for ID all the time for mm-hmm. people that didn't know who he was. Yep. I haven't seen a skerrick of body hair on the man. No, he wouldn't shave. He can grow a bit of a beard. Would he have a pube? I don't think he'd have a pube on him. He's a shiner. Yeah, I think he's a shiner. He's definitely a shiner. He's chirpy. I love Tim Payne, but yeah. I'm just saying what I think. He's I think he's probably a shiner. Yeah. Dude, there's this, no shame in that. There's no shame in being a shiner, and it's no knock on Tim. No shame in being a shiner at 36. None at all. None. Especially but he is a shiner. A shiner, shiner is. He's a shiner whether you like it or not. He's shinier than a new nut. Yes. A new kookaburra. Yeah. Fresh out of the packet. And you know what? 36 revolutions around the sun has taken no shine off that nut in Tim Payne being the nut. Man, and it'll be the last life will be with Tim when he lives to 115. Yeah. And he's like, I could have been fucking captaining this side till I was 50. Yeah. You guys just got rid of a shiner. Yeah. Would that be anti-shiner if we were to get rid of him? Uh, he'd certainly have a case. Mm. He'd certainly have a case if you're taking it to like a human rights sort of commission or something. Yeah, and I was, I was to sad. the Hague. Yeah, to the Hague. <laughs> we, we, if, he, if he took it all the way to the Hague, which is, I think, the... In the Netherlands? Human rights violations. The Hague's the, the, the international court. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where he goes. Well, I don't know where else you'd go. You'd go high court. It doesn't seem like a high... No, but I don't have the high court to take that on. Well, I'm saying, yeah, what's higher than the high court? The Hague. Yeah. Well, it's the highest court in the land. Yeah. In the land's... In the fucking on, on Earth, I don't know about you know if we go beyond the Earth, then we're getting into some woo-woo territory, which I'm not prepared to do. No, no, not today. Would you say Alex Carey also got a bit of shine to him? He does have not shine, as much, not nearly as much. No, no, but still a bit of a baby face. Yeah, but he's thirty. Get his arms yeah, up yeah. in that uh, T20 in that big bash photo. No, oh, Dave, the, the one where his side, arms yeah. are out. The big bash photo. No. That's no. Big, uh, that one. Ah. He had his arms up. Yeah, but you've got to see the arms. <laughs> I want to see the arm hair. Not Not a lot there, but there is around the wrists. There is around the wrist, which means there that. is some on the hand. He's also got, I can see a five o'clock shadow there in the photo. Yeah. Uh, case closed. Case closed, not a shiner. <laughs> Glad we sorted that out. Yeah, we sorted that one out real quick. Really quick. Yeah, yeah. You were look, you're looking at the photos, we can't even see his arms. You can't Dave. see his arms. How are we meant to tell if he's a shiner or not? The first thing you look for is body, ar- body, body hair, hair on the arm. First I mean, thing you look for. We can rule out you and I as shiners, Eddie. Yeah. Sorry, not a shiner. You can, you can rule it out. It's official, not a shiner. You can rule it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're definitely not. <laughs> Fucking, you're like the event horizon. You're as dark as it gets. Yep. I don't know if the event horizon No, is I don't think so. I think it's actually bright. You're well. I don't know. I was going for dark, though. You know the event talking. horizon, black hole, I get it. You get where I was going. Yeah, with it makes it. sense. It makes um, 
that cricket? I think that might be cricket, yeah. Dave, there was something about uh, Greg Norman and golfers turning on him because of the new, like, golf Premier League or some shit. Yeah, so um, basically Greg Norman partnered with um, some Saudi Arabian foreign wealth fund, the same people that recently bought Newcastle United, and mm. there was all that controversy. Mm. Um, so they've partnered up to start basically a golf super league yeah. in 2022, which would feature 10 events worldwide, um, obviously big paydays, like all the standard Super League stuff. They want to make it more exciting, more entertaining for people. Um, and so, yeah, Greg Norman started that, trying to get some plays to come across. Um, this article says that Justin Thomas and Brooks Kepka have already said, nah, they're not going to do it. We're keeping our eye on the PGA Tour. The US PGA Tour has responded by saying that any golfers participating in the rival circuit will face a life ban. Hectic. That is so hectic. The thing that's like, without knowing what the the like Premier League is going to be of golf, it's ten events. I don't see why. It, I, to me, it would be smarter to like, maybe not smarter, but like, it seems like it'd be a good thing for golf. Like, it'll make it more. You know, like you know how good the fucking the matches have been, where it's like Tiger and and Phil with like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning or whatever, whoever the fuck it is. Yeah, they're mic'd up. You're hearing all of the, like, insight from the caddies and shit. Like, golf's a great fucking sport, but I can see how you lose... Like, it's if it's not... It's not, like, as sexy or as fun as it could be or as engaging as it could be. Well, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. I was reading before that Greg Norman actually sort of pioneered in the late 90s the WGC events, which now fall underneath the umbrella of the PGA. Mm. So maybe his hope is that like if they can, if he keeps pushing this and gets enough support, they're going to have to try and amalgamate it in somehow. Yeah. The thing with golf is that I think the first major is is the Masters in April, typically, and then you've probably got you've got the next three majors are like sort of June, July, really close to each other. Then you have the end of year stuff, which I think is done in August. Then the the tournaments. Outside of the Ryder Cup, obviously, but like you've basically got September to the end of the year, which is set pretty much free for the big guys. Like they'll play in these tournaments and shit, but they don't really give a fuck. No. Like it doesn't really start until January. There is room, I think, to maybe squash a Premier League type thing yeah. into those sort of months. I think two, t 10 tournaments is too many. 10 might be a bit hectic. And they'd be obligated to play all of them. Whereas what Brooks and stuff are saying at the moment is that they like that they can pick, their, they, they pick what tournaments they want to go in. If the money's No one right, tells them play. to. No. But, but those big guys are on stupid money anyway. Yes, but you, I mean, stupid money doesn't mean you're going to turn down more stupid money. But like... But life bans, bro. Yeah, that's, but life bans, that's so crazy. Then you can't play. You wouldn't be able to play in fucking any of the majors. That's what I'm saying. That's that's crazy to me. Like that's unhelpful but to I, golf. I think for the PGA, this thing is like essentially an existential threat for them. They're, yes, they can be thinking we can't let players go do this because if they all go over there, then we're left with no one. That's why you try and bring it in. But the, yeah, but the thought as well might be like letting the the foxes into the chicken coop. You know, I will oh, give them hen house. Start with four. Start with four. Which becomes five, which yeah. becomes fucking ten. You but know, there's still the allure. It's like with with cricket, for example, where like there's a fuck, there's a million different fucking tournaments, and there's IPLs, there's like all these 2020 tournaments, there's one day tournaments. They never stop playing cricket, but there's still the allure of playing for your nation, Ashes against other countries. Like that allure of fucking majors and shit is still there. 
the, the, but the, the, th- the yeah, but the difference is is that the PGA Tour basically goes year round, mm. right? And you would be losing players from your your tour yeah. to go play in another tour. So yeah. it'd be like playing fucking European basketball and NBA basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they've aligned themselves with the Asian tour. It's like a, it's on the Asian tour, this Premier League. Right. I haven't even... The Asian tour, what's that like? Does anyone It's, it's weak. Yeah. Really weak. Yeah. It's like the Australasian tour. Really weak. Really, really weak stuff. May as well be a seniors. Actually, the seniors would be probably more competitive. Mate, the seniors would be way more competitive. <laughs> way more competitive. Way more competitive. Is Phil, Phil on the seniors? He could be. I don't think he's played a tournament. Once you turn 50, you're good to go. That's I like that about golf, hey. You can still be ripping at 50. It's fucking cool. I think that um, the South African golfer, whose name's escaped me. Brooks Koepka. No, no, older. Oh, Gary Player. Gary Player apparently once said of Ricky Ponting that if he applied himself, he could play on the seniors tour because he fucking works the ball. He's like, he goes, you've got great fundamentals. Of course he fucking does. Oh, Popeye. Yeah. Like, you're good to go. You just got to practice fucking 10 hours a day every day. If you could be fucked to do that, you're a sniff. Remember that for a question. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we will remember that for a question. What are we talking about? Don't worry about it. Don't, don't you worry about it, punters and dealers. Don't you worry about it. It's interesting, though. Greg always mixed in with these things. Greg seems to be a fucking mover and shaker. Did you see the place that Greg He, like, was... knows all... Pre- you know, it's presidents and shit. Dude, they he's all the love shark, him. mate. They love him. He's the fucking shark. He always, keep, town. he always keeps saying he's, gonna, he's selling out of the US and moving home. I'm like... No, you're not. No, you're not. That's a lie. Did you see the place that he did sell, though, in Florida recently? Can you just get that updated? Like, the place that Greg lives or lived is, like, big enough. It's a whole fucking resort. And I'm like, God, it would just... It would have to be relaxing being that rich and just, like, every day just waking up on the beach and just, like, so big you got to drive a little golf buggy around to, like, different wings of your house. Surely that's relaxing. You have to be relaxed. Surely you have to be. Surely. You know what I mean? Like, when they go, money doesn't buy happiness. No, I'm sure that's true, but, like... Surely that's relaxing. Is this it? Keep going down. I'll know when I see it. This isn't it. This is another one, obviously. This is like a log cabin. Nah. Oh, maybe it is. I think it's one where it's like in like a Florida. Yeah, I think think he's got multiple Yeah, I'm sure he does. There you go. (coughs) David's at the top. That was the one I clicked on. No, really? Click the link I clicked on. No, 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 no. Click on the photo at the top. Click on the photo. Yeah. Look at that, dude. Now, if you click into it, you should be able to just keep going across on this on the image. Oh, up the top right. Greg Norman demolishes the next sixty-five million dollar Florida mansion. Demolishes it. Oh, big Greg. Greg has done so fucking well for himself. Yeah, apparently dude. he's made all his coin designing golf courses. Yeah, that's what he does. Now. People love Greg yeah. Norman designs. I'm he like, how much one, is you? How much right, is he doing? The one of the hunter. The one of the hunter. Yeah. I played on it. Um, what's it called? I went there. I played there for a box at a box. I'd played horribly. Yes, I played it as well. And they sell. There's like houses and shit there. No, well. I played it as well. We played there when there was fucking flies and mosquitoes and shit everywhere. It was like built on a swamp. There, yeah, the vintage. The vintage. Um, there's quite a few Greg Norman designs running around. Fuck it out, there is. Shout out to Greg. He designed uh, the one on Packers Farm. Oh, really? And you can't, you, you can't, Elliston, I think it's called. You can't play it. 
only it's private course, 18 holes. Fucking, it's apparent. It's like top two, top three courses in the country. All right, well, that's a goal for us. It's on Packer's fucking farm. That's a goal for us one day. Apparently, there's like a there's a hole that's like saddled up next to a creek, and whenever um it floods, it like they have to rebuild it, and that that was sort of that was brought up like mate, when it floods, this hole's gonna get washed away, and Kerry's like fucking, I don't give a fuck. There you go. Just keep rebuilding it. Second Second in the country. Oh no, six in the country, six in New South Wales. Private. Second New South Wales, sixth in the country. Yep. Damn, dude. I wonder how how like how little it gets played. Gus Walker's played it. What? Yeah, I know. How? And they and your caddy is a pro golfer who gives you tips and shit how the, the whole fuck way did through. How did Gus get there? No, he's like the cousin or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, so that so we're not that far. No, no, away. no. It's like it's not. It's not that. It's far not in the away. realms of impossibility. Get the cousin listening to the potty. Yeah. If he doesn't already, I assume he does. I think it's a she. I'm assuming she does. Assuming she does. Reach out. If you want to chopper us up there, Tom and I will play. We need a chopper, but like we'll play. But we'll need to be choppered. Yeah. Um, you know, drinks and fucking yeah, nibbles yeah. and shit at the turn. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Get on the bloody Long Island iced tea. Yeah, 100%. That reeks of Long Island yeah, iced yeah, tea. Yeah. Or no, the Arnold Palmer's. Yes. That's what you have, the Arnold Palmies. And get blind. Yeah. And then the back nine is just a shit show. Shout out to uh, any golf brands that are wanting. We are looking for clubs and we're looking for... Uh, yeah, I could upgrade. Gear. Yeah. No, I actually need clubs. <coughs> I might even do that. But need clubs, going to join a club. Eddie and I going to become really hot golfers. Really, really hot golfers. Better believe it. Better but yeah, it's interesting. To see, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Old Greg, though, he's a wily old prick. Yeah. He's and in great and he's he's in fucking terrific he's nick and he's hogged nick. up. Yeah, he's big fucking thick Australian hog. He's bronzed as fuck, beautiful blonde grey hair. He's jacked. Yeah, dude, he's jacked. To shit. Yeah, 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 dude. You could still grate cheese on that bod. Some do. Um I wonder how much work he actually does or if he just puts his name to these golf courses. He probably oversees it, maybe. Just just like, oh yeah, I like that. But he probably has people he trusts. They go, what do you think here? What do you yeah. think there? Uh, mm, bit uh. of a hill. Maybe sand a bit trap. more of a hill. Sand trap, sand trap, sand trap, sand trap. Build a lake here. Um, Pretty easy. Yeah. I could design a course. Maybe we should. I don't know. Hello, sport design. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Would anyone give us a crack? Probably not yet. I know they're looking to do Royal Sydney. Maybe we get them on the blower. They get us on the blower. We don't get them on the blower. That's true. Um, well, now that we've put it out there, I expect a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How good is it that that fucking little girl was found? Oh! I was going to bring that up at the start, but then we started talking about barbers and I forgot. Yeah. Cleo Smith, yeah. punters and dribblers, if you have been living under a rock... Metaphorical otherwise. Well, I don't... I, metaphorical is not going to cut it in no, this situation. You, you need to have been rock. living in a cave yep. to not know about this news. I was watching when... Um, William Tyrrell went missing. There's been a lot of documentaries around that recently. Mm. The lady was saying that kids getting taken is like once in a generation. It never really happens. Mm. Then for them to be missing for 18 days and be found. Well, they say the average is like if, it's, if it goes beyond like three days or yeah. it's like every hour or something, it's like it drops. But like if it's beyond three days, you're pretty much like statistically yeah. not going to find them. The fact they found her alive and well is it's the story of the year. Yeah, it's crazy. And... Again, there's obviously a lot to come out, but you're like, apparently the 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 because it was a small town. They noticed the guy who they caught like doing. He was like Carnarvon. Yeah, but they was like 
they noticed him acting differently. He started like buying nappies and shit from like the local quickie mart and stuff. And they're like, what the fuck? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what got him? Yeah. So they, they haven't really alluded as to what it was. It no. was like, is it a combination of CCTV fucking... I think it was like uh, the only thing that... Because you also see this as well. And I don't know if this is... Carnarvon's not a big place. No, I it's, looked up it's where, small. It's 10 hours north of Perth. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like... I don't know if I like this or not, but when this sort of shit happens, like every single news station last night, so like the news had been going all day, great news, but they'd all do, the, they were doing like the Cleo Smith news bullet. The special. The special. Yeah. And they just go over fucking the same news a thousand times. It's still like, I get it, everyone's really into it, but it becomes about a commercial thing when you're seeing it like that. But all they were saying was basically that like they noticed him starting to do some sh- like they noticed him acting differently and it was a small town and people were on alert there was a million dollar fucking yes thingo for the re- million dollar reward million dollar yeah. reward but the guy had no relation to the family apparently they think it was just an opportunistic thing to drag a fucking child out of a tent is fucked like the brazenness of that it's, is it is beyond insane. brazen at two in the morning yeah how does he know that she's in the tent? Well, he's he obviously he's doing a bit of fucking snooping, but like he would have had to snoop. It is fucking outrageous. But then to, and again, it's a great story because she's obviously been found alive. But you're like, what did that poor fucking? Well, do? You know, I like, don't want to speculate. You just hope that this. But like, I just don't. But like, you I know. want that guy to fucking really, really punished. Not just locked up in prison. Like, no, put him in the gen pop. I don't mind him in gen pop. He won't last long. Do you care? No, I don't care. I don't care, Tom. Doesn't bother me if he's in Gen Pop getting fucking touched up. Absolutely flogged. But, you know, ultimately a fantastic news story. But you're just like... I was like, I was like, I didn't think I was going to see that news yesterday. No, dude, no one did. It was the last thing I thought I'd everyone had sort of gone, okay, well, this is only, this is a bad news story. Ella was like, mate, they found Claire Smith. You've got to be kidding. Yeah. Like, no. Crazy. Those coppers, mate, fucking hell. And that video of her being carried out and yeah. she's on the back, like she, the co- she's being held, but you're just like, Jesus Christ, man. Did you, I saw a story and it was on Lad Bible, so I don't know how legitimate it is, but a yarn in America where a dad is being, just look it up, Dave, a dad has been arrested for uh, murdering the kid who sold his daughter into sex slave. So like, sold her for a thousand dollars to some like sex slave ring in america i think the dad saved her this is like taking shit either she was found and saved or the dad did it then they knew who the guy was that sold her because they'd got her back and like it was this guy and he spent however long i think finding this guy because he was he went missing found where he was waited for him to come back fucking Ganked him, beat the fuck out of him, killed him, stabbed him to death, and then just left him in the boot of a car. And then they only just found the car recently, but apparently did it to the guy back in November. And now the dad's like on trial for murder. And I'm like, bruh, you let him off, don't you? He doesn't deserve... Mate, that is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, you got that pretty much right. Pretty much bang yeah. on. Nine, I was reading 19 year old daughter, he rescued her and then like worked so out. So he rescued her as well. Yeah. How the fuck does So this guy is full blown taking shit. Has he got skills? Is he trained in that world? He's a dad, dude. As he's we a, said, he's a dad. Dads are the men for the job. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, if something like that happens to your daughter, you just like go Bruh, super You safe. kill the person. Yeah. I don't have any issue with that. You kill him and you kill him well. Kill them true. You kill them true. You kill them. 
And now he's on trial, the poor bastard. Yeah, Surely yeah. they give him leniency but when I it comes to sentencing. Maybe, like, maybe he gets convicted, but they'll go community service. Oh, dude, it says police said Eisenman, the guy, the father, uh, has no prior history of violence and was cooperative with officers during his there arrest. There you go. Yeah, I did it. He's a yep. good dude. I'll tell you what I did. I'll tell you how I did it. I killed the fuck out of him. And they'll go, listen, bro, we're all good. Community centers. Something like that. Surely just get him down fucking giving hot meals to the homeless. Yeah. That's good enough. Gardening, mowing people's lawns and shit. Don't you reckon? Or Give fucking it. sign him up for the, like, cop unit. Well, exactly, right? Like, people. the cops didn't did fucking find, find it. it? That bloke, that's got detective written all over. This yeah. bloke's a fucking stud. Yeah, get him on the force. Get him on the force. Get him badged up. Get him badged up, Tom. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. But Cleo's alive. She's well. Yeah, that's fantastic news. It'll be very interesting to hear about what the fuck comes of the whole story, though, and this fucking scum. Well, they, learn, they leak out the information because they, they haven't even charged him yet. No, but he's in custody and he's being interviewed. Yeah, but I'm saying they haven't even charged yeah. him. So they just got to go across the T's, dot the yeah, I's. Yeah, you don't want to fuck anything up. You don't want to fuck that no. up. Because you know he's probably in there coming up with bullshit. Potentially, or he's just a fucking dumbass who's done something and has no plan at all. You know what I mean? Mm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, All's well that ends well. Fucking oath. Well, it's ended well so far. Let's now get this guy in Gen Pop and get the shit kicked out of him. Um, but I think that's us, Edward. That's Thursday, Tom. That's Thursday. Hell of a show. Uh, we'll be back Monday because that's how it rolls. Thursday into Monday. Thursday into Monday into a, into a fucking about even bloke in a bar. Then back to Thursday. That's it, baby. We don't stop. That's it. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Like, subscribe, five stars. Blah, 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 blah. See you later. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 